I eat this? The comments begin to pour in. Okay, okay. Sorry. If you don't know, I got sick again. Fun. And yeah, that happened. Like, I was sometimes, I would cough lack so much. Like, a podcast would be like 90% cough. I just couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm trying to give you guys a value, so. I mean, I'm not sure you want, like, 18 minutes of coughing, though, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, new series on the show. I call it one and only Game Review. Gaming Review. That's me. Sorry, just enjoying my nice little starburst there, you know. <laughs> I have one too. Oh no, oh no, Owen's on this show too? Uh, I'm not so sure about that. He's pretty sure about that. Anyway guys, welcome back to a new show, Gaming Review. Where we review a game series. Sorry there. Today on the chopping block is... Pokemons, gotta oof them all. So, alright, here comes step one. The first player. Okay, in Pokemon, you're an 11 year old kid who apparently gets permission to leave their house and dream of becoming a champion. Usually in most Pokemon games, excluding Yellow and Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. You get the option of one of three starter Pokemon. The starter Pokemon usually inherit one of three typical types of elementals: Fire, grass, and water. Now, throughout the entire Pokemon's universe, there are a wide variety of types of Pokemon, a.k.a. Criteria, hashtag distinguishing features, hashtag... Pokemon's kind of racist. Haha, <laughs> hashtag just kidding. Hashtag Pokemon go to the polls. Anyway, what I all mean to say in this is there are lots of different types of Pokemans. In fact, there are already 850 types of Pokemans. Oh, 890? Wow. Oh man, they really folded up fast. Aside from that, though, every generation they add about 100, 100, or 100, 150 more Pokemon to the Pokemon's universe. In the first game, otherwise known as the most iconic, you were gifted with 150 Pokemans. Technically 151 if you include Mewpoo. And so, basically what happened was, some guy, some really cool guy at Nintendo, decided to create a game where you could go around, grab some balls, and throw them at Pokemon. If the Pokemon got sucked into the balls and decided to stay there, then they were yours. And this also completely ignores the fact that, no, you can't just jump into a forest and find a rabid wolf and say, Mine! It's mine now! I mean, you can't just do that. It's just wrong. Also, many of one of the most intriguing, logic-defying questions in the Pokemon's universe is... What is it like inside a Pokeball? In my opinion, I think it's just like a cute little room where they have like anything they want and they just live there. 
which also which also explains why Charizard is so reluctant to battle in Pokemon. Also, did it ever occur to anyone else that, po- that Charizard comes out of his Pokeball most of the time in a very awkward position? Kind of makes you think what his Pokeball looks like. Oh no, that came out wrong. Anyways, in the most recent Pokemans games, there have been tons of er new features. From MAGA evolution to X moves, <laughs> Y moves, <laughs> Z moves, Zen moves, there's also this thing called Gigantamax. And what you do with Gigantamax, aka the newest one from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Basically, Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Sword. It's called Gai. 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 Gigantamax. Anyway, basically, what Gigantamax does is it makes your favorite Pokemans even bigger and chubbier. This time with some weird and very odd relations. And super strong attacks. Yes, another fact about Gigantamax is that it apparently doubles the health of your Pokemon. Which means if you have a gutsy 506 HP Pokemon... Well, you got an 1,012 HP Pokemon. Nothing ain't going down in a while. Unless you get, like, hit with some big boy move. But still, it would only take, like, 200 health. So, psh, who cares? Right? Everybody with me on that, right? No? No? Nobody? No. Okay, I guess not. I, I guess not. I guess it just don't work like that. Hmm? Man, this, this is weird. So, another thing that Pokemans is... Zen moves is this thing from Gen 7. Excuse me. And in Gen 7, you were on a bunch of islands. Hashtag Hawaii life, people. And Zen moves allowed you to do a basically super big attack that set that half the time didn't work. Oh, yeah. Did I forget to mention that if it has kind of no... Uh, basically, it's just a normal affecting move, it can still fail. It can still fail if your level is higher. So really, Zen moves are kind of a flop. I didn't, I didn't really like Zen moves. I didn't do it much. You called Z moves. Zen moves. <coughs> he also <coughs> calls N M moves. Yes, I do. And it's really So since I don't really care about Zen moves that much anymore, let's talk about the more interesting thing: Maga evolution. <coughs> Maga. Maga evolution basically makes your Pokemon cool looking. I mean, seriously, they are, they somehow managed to make Ampharos look cool. I mean, jeez. I mean, literally. Great job, Nintendo. I mean, yeah, I know about blue flames, but really, Nintendo, you just you just couldn't resist. Couldn't hey. resist, Nintendo. Hey, I like Me too. You said you judged him. Well, maybe. Anyway, another good thing about MAGA Evolution is it also just makes your moves stronger. For example, if I have an Alakazam, and Alakazam uses Kizik on a Pokemon, and it only takes half health, a Maga evolved Alakazam, a Mega evolved Alakazam will completely knock out the Pokemon. That's not a guarantee, by the way. Now, time for Pokemon's moves. Pokemans have a large variety of moves, but most of the time they only have four moves because, yeah, 
It's, it's worse than cards. Sometimes they only have like two or three moves. It's, it's horrid. I hate it. It's just, it's just bad. It's horrifying. It's just, it's just, it's just bad. Okay, it's bad. <clears throat> but some moves are actually pretty good. For example, a move like protect. Protect is an extremely annoying move that literally lets you survive any attack. This also works for moves like detect and uh. Detect. Yeah. No detect. Protect is kind of bad. I hate it. But you want to know what's worse than protect? Sheer cold. Sheer cold is a Pokemon move that one hit KOs. Do you know what that means, brother? It means it can take out any Pokemon one shot. That's a bad move. Yeah. It has a 30% chance to miss, and it will fail if the user's level is lower than the defending Pokemon. But let me say, people, if you're hit with a Sheer Cold, it's not going to end so well. Sheer Colds are evil, and they happen to the best of us. Hashtag... R.I.P. Sin. But aside from that note, Pokemans is a very good game. Also, in Pokemons, there is usually an evil bunch of people who are trying to do something they want. In the most recent, and in the most two recent games, all of the evil teams have been complete garbage. Well, sorry. Me, princess. <laughs> anyway, the evil teams usually consist of a bunch of weird teenagers who decide to fight you because they have nothing else to do in their lives. In the most recent game, Team Yell are all trying to make Marnie good-looking because... Uh, Work on it. Anyway, you have to fight Team Yell a lot in the game. So, uh, yeah. Team Yell! There's also Team Skull. And the thing with Team Skull is they're basically a bunch of angsty teenagers going around trying to poop on your party. Oh, yeah, another thing about Team Skull. Sorry, that's like saying Skull. Do you like saying Skull, Owen? Um, I love to say Skull. Me too. Hey, let's, let's just do it at the same time and jinx each other. Three, two, one. Skull! Jinx! Double jinx! You owe me a soda! You owe me a double soda! You owe me a quadruple soda! I still won't give it to him. No, you do not. You owe me a orange Santa Oh, fine. Anyways, another... You owe me... Anyway, another thing about the evil teams in Pokemons is that, first of all, they usually have an evil leader who you have to fight, like, twice. A good example of this is Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. In those games, you have to fight two evil teams, except in Ruby and Sapphire, you only have to fight one. In Emerald, you have to fight two, that's why I like it. In those games, you have to fight Team Magma, who wants to make the land bigger, which, honestly, in Hoenn, I can't lie. We got some really small land here, people. It's it's small. I hate it. It's it's bad. I don't like it. Make it bigger. And then Team Aqua wants to raise the water levels. We're already doing that, Team Aqua. You don't shh, read the news. Okay. Anyway, they both have to go to this place, grab these magical orbs. Yeah, that's what they're called. 
orbs. And you have to use the, and they have to use those magical orbs to reawaken the ancient Pokemon who tried to fight to the death and destroy the world. Except in Emerald, there's a magical third legendary Pokemon called Rayquaza. Rayquaza. It's a very powerful Pokemon. Not only can he Mega Evolve. He can MAGA evolve. He also has the rare legendary capability to go to Groudon and Kyogre and say, Stop it. Get some help. Don't take drugs. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing about Pokemon. I already told you pretty much all about Emerald. Do you go around the sparsely underpopulated climate global warming affected area catching um some very weird Pokemon. Let's admit, it's weird. Some of the gym leaders are completely death-defying, de- death and some of them are just complete team sweepers, including the entire Elite Four, Winona, Norman, and Juan. I swear, Juan is the most annoying gym leader ever. I just, I don't like Emerald. This is an excuse for me to talk about Pokemon Emerald, okay? Don't judge me. I like it. Game it with Rush likes black and white, except that's been disbanded. He doesn't do that anymore. Anyway, so basically, another big thing is in Emerald, uh, there's the Safari Zone again. The Safari Zone in Pokemans until it, like, stopped happening, which I hated. In the Safari Zone, you get to go around and catch rare Pokemon. However, there's a timer, you can't attack the Pokemon, and you just have to lob Pokeballs at them until it works. I don't recommend speeding up the game at this point, because then your time goes by so fast you don't know what to do with it. Also, did I forget to mention that... ROM hacks are bad. Most of the time in ROM hacks, they usually just play around with the game by accident and completely mess something up. For example, I saw a ROM hack where at one point you just could get a Jirachi in the grass. How does that work? Time to talk about Generation 1. In Generation 1, you're a kid who's a squid. No, you're not. And you go around trying to lot Pokeballs so that you can get Old Man Oak's favorite Pokemon decks complotted. Anyway, if you go to the multiple times, you'll find gem leaders who have extremely powerful Pokemon. If you manage to slap their faces multiple times, they'll give you badges, which grant the amazing power of A, photocopying them and selling them off the black market, and B, and finding a way to get into the Pokemans League. The Pokemans League has four Alette Fours who have all have magical powers. Yeah. And then the Champion. If you manage to beat the Champion, then you will become the absolute ruler of all Pokemon in that region. Throughout the game, there are many different things, including Rivals. Rivals are like the extremely annoying side characters who try to be like you, except... Well, Rivals... Rivals are rivals, but Rivals. Rivals are also extremely garbage at fighting Pokemon, and in some games, they actually have two rivals. One rival who's actually considerably good, who you sweep and then never see for the rest of the game. And then there's another rival who is actually considerably good, is reoccurring, and actually has importance to the story. Yeah. Oh yeah, in Pokemon Emerald, there's a worthless rival named Wally, who does literally nothing but fight you a few times and then just stop at the Elite Four. Why Why didn't you go to the Battle Frontier? I could have used you there. I need free XP. Okay! Be quiet. 
anyways, also in that game, there was a 150 Pokemon, some of them extremely hard to come across. Also, in Pokemon's Red and Blue, you will have the amazing power of finding Creepypastas. Creepypastas are naughty, bo- are naughty bowls of spaghetti, and if you dare to look into those naughty bowls of spaghetti, you'll get nightmares for weeks. Creepypastas are often creepy stories, most half of which are based off of Pokemon Ride. Inside of, po- inside of most of them, you- it'll usually be related to missing number also called missing no because apparently number is spelled with an o who knew anyway missing number is a strange glitch pokemon that appears whenever you ride a water pokemon on land it's extremely somewhat hard to find and rare footage of it has been captured and confirmed by nintendo anyway if you somehow manage to find missing no it'll completely ruin your game be misfortunate enough to catch it and it'll completely corrupt your save data and probably break your game boy so have fun with them now you just got corrupted save data now it's time for pokemon gold and sliver and also crystal Inside of all three of these games, you're another kid who's not a squid in the Johto region. The Johto region is also my least favorite next to Sinnoh. I don't know, I just didn't really like it much. I don't know why. Anyway, in the Johto region, you go to Professor Elm, and you go around trying to stop Team... Elm. And you have to... And you have to stop the Team... Oh. You have to stop the Team Racket from Kanto, who are going around and messing everything all up. You know, and you have to fight them multiple times. Blah, blah, blah. The 8th gym leader is actually a Team Rocket boss. You have to go around stopping them, because apparently there's some idiot who decided that Team Rocket should be a thing again. Anyway, you go around the region, fight a few gym leaders, kill no, some sentrants. Team Rocket. Okay. And in this game, there are three amazing starters you can find. Cyndaquil, a little mouse that has a fire on its back. Chikorita, who is literally a Chikorita. She's literally just a plant with some emo headbands. Then there's Totodile, the only good one who can learn surf, waterfall, and dive. Also known as TM slash HM moves. And he also just looks cool when he's a frilligator. Except for Croconaw. Croconaw's fat. I don't like it. No offense. What? Anyways, another thing about Johto is, well, in Johto, there's quite a few things. First of all, the only really major famous hard boss fight is probably Whitney. Whitney has an unstoppable milk tank, who is a non-glass tank, who will swap through, who will literally wipe through your entire team in a Nuzlocke if you don't have enough potions and skills yet. For some annoying gym leaders like this, you probably need to use something like, I don't know, say, uh... You know, uh, I don't know, paralysis? Oh yeah, statuses! In Pokemans, they are moves that inflict statuses, like poisoning someone's Pokemon, which will result in fainting, hashtag killing them. There's sleep. Okay. It's sleep, I don't care, really. It's, it's sleep, okay. Jim. Who's Jim? I don't know. Someone I know. Hmm? Apparently so. Anyways, another thing inside the games for paralysis status is paralysis. Wherever you get frozen in place sometimes because apparently paralyzing people in battles are fun. Oh yeah, you can also freeze Pokemon alive, which doesn't make sense for fire types because apparently some of them without their fire would not exist. Anyways... 
Also in Johto, you get to go around in many places. There's the first ever Dragon-type leader, and they introduced this thing called the Ruins of Alf and the most clueless <laughs> Pokemans ever, Unnon. Unnon is a weird Pokemon that looks like the English alphabet because they had to appease America. And that basically flies around inside the ruins of Alpha, and you have to go and fight them sometimes, because apparently the ruins of Alpha is important. Oh yeah, inside of the game, there are these two big birds, named Hawao and Lugia. To, no, said so at the end. Also, according to the manga, which I read a few days ago, there's this guy named the Masked Man who kidnaps kids and, like, turns them into slaves, and then he's also trying to find Hao and Lugia, take their feathers, destroy all humanity, go into the forest, find Celebi, aka the Tim Travel Pokemon, go around, go back in time, and stop his Lapras from dying. Because you do that much for a Lapras. There are also three legendary beasts called Suicune. Suicune. I think that's how it's pronounced. Intei. And Retko. Anyway, the deal with Retko is that he has storms on his back, so he's always in a grumpy mood. He also can control lightning and stuff, so Retkoon can make water clean. Get him over here! Ante can literally roar and make volcanoes explode, which means he must be doing that a lot lately because Hawaii is just getting huge! I mean, seriously, they've grown quite a bit. I mean, think of it this way. The island's bigger. I mean, like, because... Three, two, 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 Stop it! Anyway, in Sinnoh, you basically play as a kid who's not a squid anymore because that joke is dead. You go around, find either a piplup, a chimchar, or a turtle wig, and go around. In this game, there's an evil team named Team Galactic who apparently wants to control space and time. Oh yeah, the legendaries are named Dialga and Polkia. And there's also a giant weird evil one named Giratina who they both banished to an alternate reality dimension because he was being too much of a wussy. Oh yeah, there's also a god Pokemon named Arceus who apparently has the power to literally bend creation to his will. So my first thought, hey, if he saw these people as a present threat, then why wouldn't he use his power to immediately expel them from existence? Also, if he had that power from the start, why wouldn't he just, like, I don't know, it erase it from their minds? Also, if he's the most powerful being in the world, how come he can't use telekinesis like every other Pokemon? Like, literally. Some Pokemon could just use telekinesis like anything. Like, seriously, Slowking can do it, Alakazam can do it, like... So many Pokemon can use telekinesis, and yet Arceus cannot use telekinesis. Also, I don't consider the movies canon. <sighs> anyway, the starters in this game are also pretty weird. I'm just gonna say, like, there's seriously some really messed up Pokemon in this game. I mean, there's literally a cherry blossom that comes alive and then doesn't come alive. Like, how does that work? How does the rebirth cycle exist in that game? Yeah, I don't really want to talk about Sinnoh that much because I actually haven't played the games very much and I don't really care about it. Yeah. Also, in the anime, there's a weirdo girl named Dawn who still thinks Pokemon contests are cool. Oh, yeah, Pokemon contests. Pokemon contests are a weird thing. I'm trying to speak fast so that I can get this episode in faster. Pokemon's contests are all these weird contests where only beauty and looks matter. And if you do anything other than that, then you're a failure. Also, in the most recent remakes games, Pokemon's contests are apparently impossible to win. Because if you ever try to do anything in a Pokemon's contest, it will fail against the, uh, the overpowering power of an Altaria. Literally, Altarias are the most hated Pokemon in the world, thanks to this little thing called Nintendo. I mean, seriously, Nintendo, if you had just made Alteria an actually good Pokemon that didn't completely sweep your team in the third game, I would be happy. What, am I speaking too fast?
You play as a no longer squid kid who goes around and finds Oshawa, Tepic, or Snivy. What is he? One of these. He picked one of In this game, we finally got the trend of making all the starters angsty teens in their second evolution. I mean, it was kind of at the start with War Turtle and Charmeleon, but Ivasaur just looks like a weird plant boy. He's always looked like a weird plant boy. Oh no, I'm stretching it to almost 25 minutes. I gotta go to before 30. Ah! Uh, I'm skipping to eight. And eight, you're a kid who goes. You're still a kid who ain't a squid. And you go. And you're actually an octoling. You go. You go around, find some Pokemans named Scorbunny, Sabla, or Grocky, and you decide to fight your rival, who's also a complete jerk and named Hop. Anyway, if you somehow manage to defeat them by some miraculous considering chance, you will be awarded this weird thing, and you get to meet the champion because apparently the champion goes around to watch little. Watch little eleven-year-olds duke it out with their babies. I mean, literally, at the start of the game, your Pokemons are absolute babies. You could just—it's—it's it's, it's sad. At every no, game. It is not sad. Yes. If, you, if by the time you beat the by the time you beat the first gym leader, your Pokemon aren't babies. But if you haven't beat the first gym leader yet, all your Pokemon are babies. They're just babies. I'm sorry. They're babies. I'm just saying they're all babies. I'm recording. Anyways. I think I'm going to have to split this into two parts. I will see y'all later. Goodbyes.